So the most interesting thing before the end of last year, because I was already supposed to teach about spirits. So I was supposed to teach about certain spirits. But we learned about the mind and the heart for a reason. Amen. We learned about the mind and the heart for a what? I'll give you an example, although it's not part of what we're learning today. When we look at spirit of rebellion, we'll look at this aspect. But when you look at it, most attacks start where? In the mind. Most attacks start where? From the mind, they become a what? An emotion. From an emotion, they, be, they, they attract a what? A spirit. Hallelujah. Let me give you an example. Pride doesn't start as pride. It starts as high-minded. High-mindedness. That's how it starts. Because there's no one who just becomes proud all of a sudden. Boom. It starts first with the thoughts. It starts with the imagination. That's why when you look at Lucifer, it was what he thought within himself to say, I will ascend as the most high. Are you seeing that? His thoughts radiated within the spiritual realm that it actually made them aware to say, there's danger here. There's somebody who's violating the law. Are you seeing that? That's when warfare took place. But it starts where? So when you talk about pride in the mind, it's not called pride. It's called high what? It's in your scripture, it's in your Bible. As I said, when we're looking at rebellion, we will come look at this. So now, in the heart, it is called what? Pride. In the heart, it's called what? As a spirit now, it becomes a spirit of rebellion. That's what the spirit of rebellion is. It's pride. Hmm? Check. After Lucifer says, I will ascend. What happens? Didn't rebellion take place? Yeah? So, after he refuses to obey God, that was rebellion. Are you seeing that? So, most of what we'll be learning about, the head theme is called spiritual intelligence. Tell me about spiritual intelligence. Remember when I was talking about the dysfunctional heart, I did make mention to say certain times you may think as though the person who is causing you hate is causing you hate because of you or there's something wrong with them, but you don't understand the spirit behind what? Them. Even when I was talking about forgiveness, isn't it? You remember that, yeah? So you need this spiritual intelligence to be able to tell the different spirits that affect you and that affect others around you. So that that way you may be more loving and more for giving. Hallelujah. So today we're looking at the spirit of fear. Tell your neighbor, spirit of fear. Spirit of fear. recommend life more. Raise your hands to heaven. What have you been afraid of? The Lord. Mention one. The fear. The Lord. Mention one. Don't to hear what he said. A lot. Some of you don't mention. Ni makokroach ni makoswe vandan. Injuries. He's afraid of injuries. A lot. Our our. This should be cockroaches. Makoswe vandan. You don't know. Ghosts that are not real. <laughs> or, or, uh, these ones are the ones we're afraid of. Malaysia kind of thing. Boom! 
Hello, it is well. You're not sure. <laughs> cockroaches. Ah, look at going up cockroaches. Ma, naga. Susie. Ghost. Death. Failure. In way, man, they have one demands in you. At some point, I'm a man of God. Amen. So now let's start like this. Fear is in two forms. Okay? There's what we call the fear of the Lord. The fear of the what? The Lord. That is what we call reverential fear. Okay? That one is not, that, that one that is classified as the spirit of what? Fear. Okay? Are you getting it? So there's a difference between reverential fear and the normal what? Fear. If you look at it in the Bible, when you go to the book of uh, Numbers, when the cloud of the Lord descended and God spoke as a voice, the children of Israel were afraid of the Lord. Then Moses said, do not be afraid of the Lord. Because they were saying, Moses, as we, as we don't communicate to God directly, you will start communicating to God. You will, you will be the one communicating to God for us. And when God speaks to you, you come to us. Why they were what? Afraid. And Moses in that passage of scripture says, you should not be afraid, but you should fear. What was he distinguishing? Reverential fear from what? God is to be feared as reverential fear, but not ija fear, ija, ija. Ija meofuna kutamangisa. Yeah? Are you getting it? That's why I say the fear, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. So it means that fear is different. It's what we classify as reverential. Okay. So now there's this other fear that is not of the Lord. You have a demonic fear. You give it the title, but it's also fear altogether. Okay. So that, that scripture says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom is Proverbs 1 verse 7. Okay? Because if you are going to walk with the Lord, you must fear the Lord. Because the Lord is not your friend. Because some of you, when you become too familiar with certain people, or even with your parents, you find that you will be mannerless. You'll be doing whatever you want. But that fear is there to control you. It's there to ensure that you know your level. You're not on the same level. Mm -hmm. Amen. So when you look at the other fears, the other fear comes in different forms. As you have already highlighted, most of you, fear of cockroaches, fear of a lot that we don't know, fear of death. They are all categories of what? Fear. So I wrote down a, a list of different types of fears. So there's one, which is the fear of change or the fear of letting go. Amen. The fear of what? Or the fear of what? So you find that many of the times people are often desirous of change, but they are afraid to change. For instance, you may be an addict or somebody who's doing something bad, but then you do not want to change because sometimes you do not want to lose your friends. Are you getting that? Or even the time when you were transitioning between the world and going to God, there was a debate because some of you were afraid of losing your what? 
friends. Are you seeing that? It's a fear of change, fear of letting go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is a fear of what? Change. Every time you're about to, even certain times when God is about to take you in a different season, do you know that there's usually fear for you to walk in that season? How many of you have ever experienced that? For instance, God moves you from one level, then it shifts in you, and the shift seems so big for yourself. Amen. Then there's what we call the fear of others. Tell your neighbor, fear of others. This fear is what will others think of me? Hey! Oh, You're afraid. So you find that certain times, some of us are afraid of being representatives of, of Christ in certain platforms. Why? Because we're more concerned about what others what? Mm. What do others say? What do others think? So when you're with others, you cease being a Christian. You become like them. Because if you can't beat them, you? Because uh, you're afraid of standing out. You're afraid of being you. You're afraid of being a child of God. And that's how many people are certain places and certain areas and with certain people. You are afraid of people. I'll show you the dangers of fear. But when you go to the book of First Samuel 17, most of you already know that scripture. You've learned it from Sunday school. It's the story of who? David and? But I'll narrate it because we can't read it from one to the end. Because I want us to read the other scripture. Amen. In the story of David and Goliath, you find that what had happened was that Goliath was defying the gods of Israel. But here's what happened. Nobody could go and fight Goliath because they all became what? Afraid. Are you getting that? They were afraid of who? Goliath. Have you seen that? They were afraid to face their enemy because... He looked big, and I bet he had a deep voice. I always usually imagine, you know, <laughs> him defying the gods of Israel. Because for, for David to hear him, his voice would have been a buzz. Are you getting that? So that's what happened. And you find that sometimes, or most times, the enemy will use fear as the first strategy. Tell your neighbor, fear. For instance, you are praying. Then all of a sudden, you just hear, go, 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 go. From there, you stop praying. You go to sleep. How many of you have ever experienced that? Raise your hands high to heaven and be proud. Sometimes you come just different disturbances. My up. When you what? Praying in the night, especially. Guys, I do which come All those are what? That's the first strategy the enemy will what? Use. Ah, but we didn't start entering warfare a bit. Because if you look at it, the Goliath was using intimidation. Are you seen that? He was intimidating everyone. That's why all the Israelites 
could not go fight Goliath because they felt what? Intimidated. Intimidated is simply the use of fear to control another person. Ah, you went up with your lunch and you are afraid because of the way he's positioned himself. That's intimidation. And that's what they, that's what Goliath was what? Using. And so many of you, the enemy has used fear as a strategy. Fear. We're still going, but here on the fear of others. Other things, other, <laughs> other beans. That's eh? why some of you, when you are praying, things appear boom. So you stop praying. It's what an extra. I think I shared this once. I said, million times when I used to pray. I used to pray. Pray, pray. Then, and she think, because by then I used to pray from 22 till morning. So and then she think, just appeared and boom. Ah, I looked at it and it passed me. I was afraid, but I stood face for more. <laughs> yeah. From there onwards, when I'm, when I'm going, I was going to pray, I was checking. <laughs> I get to that. Then the second time it came, from there I don't know what happened. I became bold and courageous. I don't know where the boldness came from. Or there's this other time when I went for a retreat in Lusaka West. So now, in Lusaka West, what used to be jade is when you're praying, okay, when you're not praying, the light is on. Because it's a castle. So we thought that's why the, the, the light has a problem. So I told the man in the other side to say, ah, when did you change my light? So I noticed that the problem persisted after we changed the light. And then where the problem was, was this time around when we exchanged lights, I stayed praying and the light went completely off. Never to turn back on again. I said, my God. And it was like a village, like, because you have my farm. You imagine, what do you call it? Goats. Man, the night. Yeah. Even certain times, stepping out. Ah, it was not something that I, I wanted to do. Amen. So the enemy always use what? As a first word? Huh. We'll see. Don't worry. So if, that's how you notice. That's why if you look at First Samuel 17, I've given you an example. If you want to learn about warfare proper, proper, just read First Samuel what? 17. Every form of warfare you see it. The one in the physical plane and the one in the spiritual plane. Because some of us usually just think as though it's David and Goliath. But you don't realize that it was the Philistines' God versus the God of Israel. Because David says, my God will deliver you in my hand. See, every form of warfare is in first Samuel what? Usually just used to read the story of David and Goliath because it was nice. So now you're learning, amen. So fear is real, guys. Hmm. Go to Numbers 13, verse 30 to 33. Numbers 13, verse 30 to 33.
Very Number 13. Verse 30 to 33. Who's there? Number 13? Verse 30 to 33. You can read for us. And we looked the same to them. Imagine these are the people who are the God behind them, backing them and saying, I've given you victory. But yet because they were afraid, they did not go for warfare. Yet because they were afraid, they did not progress. How do we know they were afraid? Because of the language they spoke. Because certain times when you're afraid, there's a way you speak in your fear. Amen. So they were afraid. They said, ah, us, we cannot take them down. No. But yet they did not realize that it was not only them who were fighting. They had a God behind them. And so they refused. They said, ah, we can't go. And this, this fear was among the ten spies. Then the ten spies went to spread the news to everyone. I bet the enemies knew that they were capable. That's why when you look at the time they came to Jericho, Rahab said, Rehab, is it Rehab? She said, ah, as the time we knew about you guys, ah, we were afraid. These are people who are the God. Because if they heard about your God, but them they were afraid because they looked at the giants and they said, hmm, amen. So don't be what? There's one other scripture that's coming that should be in the book of Acts. Check Acts 3, the end, and Acts chapter 4, the beginning. Um, you should go there at your own time. So what happened is, these guys, they were afflicted for preaching in Jesus' name. How many of you know that story? You know it, huh? So Peter and John go to pray. They perform a miracle. A lame man walks, who was 38 years, not able to walk. <laughs> then they bring them before the council, and the council beats them to hell. And they say, ah, never preach again in Jesus' name. And that time, their spirits were broken. Because for standing for the truth, and when you preach again, we'll kill you. That's all fear. Then they went as broken men, and they just went to pray before God, and they said, my God. And God showed up. Amen. So let's continue. 
Then there's another fear which is known as fear of the unknown. Or fear of the ghosts. Yeah? Fear of the unknown or fear of the what? Viva and viva and viliko. Viliriu. Viliriu. They're real. So you see them when power goes. You don't see them. But how do you know they're real? <laughs> so you don't pray at zero three. Yeah. The ghosts are not real. I'll, I'll explain why they are not real. Amen. So it's what we call the fear of the unknown. You don't know what you're afraid of, but you are what? Afraid. Certain times, just even a wind passes you. Just the campaign to be Easy, afraid, afraid. Hmm? Then there's what we call the fear of death. You won't say I'm afraid of death. Anyway. By the way, guys, this is my young brother. Mark. After me, there's him. We are a very big family. Yeah. Just welcome in. Just clap for him. Believe me, it was worth it to bring him here, so. Amen. So there's a fear of death. I'm afraid to. How many of you want to go to heaven? Raise your hands. How many of you want to die? Raise your hands. You're all afraid of death, but you want to go to heaven. How can you go to heaven minus death? Eh? I will be transformed. It's not yet rapture time, eh? So you want to go to heaven, but you don't want to die. How? Jesus method. Jesus died before he went to heaven. <laughs> Amen. So if very many of us are afraid of death. I used to be, but guys, let me not see. Amen. Afraid of what? Calicos in his There was a time I got sick. I should have been last year. Or last of last year. Then I was sick of pneumonia. Because <laughs> for, for, for a while, I, 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 I had stopped getting sick of avocado. I think what? Because when I was growing up, I used to get, get sick a lot. But then afterwards, even to be naive. So I got sick of the and I was like, but in the Mulungu, I tell me I'm going Amen. Then some of you are afraid of being abandoned. Fear of abandonment. Fear never fear of abandonment. You see, this fear is that people will leave me. That's the kind of fear that we're talking about. So you're afraid that people will what? Will leave you and you remain what? Does anyone want to be alone? No one wants to be alone. So certain times certain people are afraid of what? That's why certain times, yeah, anyways, we just let me Then there's what we call the fear of rejection. First, I emphasize, don't be afraid to get rejected. Guys, don't be afraid to? Na confidence. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Don't be afraid to get rejected. Okay? In life, not everyone is meant to accept you. 
in life, whether it be it relational-wise, or even your success-wise, or even your business proposal-wise, anything, it's not guaranteed that they are going to what? Accept. You shall be what? Rejected. Sometimes even your own family will reject you. Jesus Christ decided to preach in his own hometown. What happened? He wanted to stone him and throw him off the cliff. Why? Because they did not believe in him. So he was rejected. But now what I'm saying is you should not have the fear of what? Do not fear rejection. You'll be rejected either ways. Because as you stand for Christ, those who stand against Christ will stand against you. Are you hearing that? As you stand for Christ, those who do not who stand for the devil, who do not stand for Christ, will stand against who? You. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid you have a business proposal, you're willing to take it to somebody and you believe they'll help you or they won't help you. Don't be what? Milatina. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Tell your neighbor you will be rejected. Uh-uh. Eh? Say it with confidence. You will be rejected. <laughs> Believe me, it, it, it's, it's not even a prophet. Some, some, as a, so you guys haven't heard my, my, my statement. Sir. Everyone is refusing rejection. There's a benefit to being what? Hey. People who reject you haven't said proposals. I haven't said proposals. Why is Umbausa? <laughs> Amen. As I've said, in life people will reject you, but you should not be afraid of what? Because what happens certain times is when you do something consistently and people are bouncing you off, what do you expect next? You'll be afraid of it certain times. But other people just say, ah, in a nightstick, a tear again. Amen. Guys, tear up. Fear of old age. Ah, madabwa. Not everyone wants to grow, though. <laughs> Guys, you think growing old is, is, is a plus? Eh? It's not a plus. Some people are afraid of growing old. Die, Petronas. Just answer. Are you seeing that? Because certain times we all want to be. Yeah. Because you don't not be afraid of what? Tell your neighbor, Don't fear it. Don't fear what? Failure. If you fail or you pass, celebrate. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of you only think as though we've been... Let me, let me now tell you. I started business when I was nine. When I was how old? Ask me, how many of my businesses that I started at the tender age are still thriving? Zero. Do you know how many times I've failed in business? How many times I've been crooked and conned? How many times people have congolate over them pay MPS? If you don't take that as business failure, then I don't know what it is. It's failing. 
Because some of you, you think as though life is all about fast, 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 fast. <coughs> That's not how life is. You will fail, 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 and pass. <laughs> eh? Let me give you, we quote the scripture so much, eh? A righteous man shall. And seven times shall he what? So it means he's walking in righteousness. Then he fails to continue in his righteousness and, he, and what? And then now he has to pick himself up and continue in his what? Failing is in the Bible. People fail. Life, let me just tell you, generally, life, there are times you pass and there are times you what? Let me give you an example. This man who invented the Bible, how many times did he try? Have you seen that? And we can say that he failed all those times. But in the end, didn't he succeed? Let's just have one meeting. He did, right? Have you seen that? Because mostly we've been taught that life is all about success all the way. And so some of you, when you are met with failure, you think as though the life has come to an end. Life doesn't end when you fail. But do not be afraid of what? Every failure is a, every failing you do or that you go through is a lesson. Tell me about that. When you fail, you've gotten a lesson. Are you getting that? When you fail, you've gotten a what? I failed one course three times. Oh, sorry, twice. Can number one, wapona. Can number two, wapona. I said, God, I'm tired of failing. But I was not afraid of trying again. Now, listen to this. Failing is an event. Tell your neighbor, failing is an event. Failing is an event. Being a failure is a choice. Being a failure is a choice. Failures stop. Failures stop. Or failures quit. Failures quit. Ah. So now listen to that statement. Failing is an event. Just because you failed here doesn't mean you won't make it yeah. Are you seeing that? Just because you failed relationally, educationally, financially, spiritually, I don't know what the actually, but you failed. All you know. It doesn't mean you won't make it. Are you getting that? So you have to keep on trying and trying and trying. That's why when the righteous man fell, he continued until he finally was able to stand. Because seven is completion. So now he was able to. Have you seen that? They could talk about my failures because some of us we just think smooth road. Let's give you an example of business. Walipona, nokpona, 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 nokpona. I prefer to take Sangako stability. Have you seen that? So life is not a smooth road. Don't be afraid of failing. Now, being a failure is a choice. Because failure, it means it's a state. It's a natural state that you hold and possess. Failures quit. Failures don't try again. That's the characteristics of failures. You check it and Google it. So when you fail as an event, it doesn't mean you're a failure. So you should not be afraid of trying again. Don't be afraid of failing again. Give it another try. 
you never know when you succeed. This guy tried, tried, tried. They, go, they said, ah, sir, you failed. He said, no, I just learned my lesson. And that's a mentality you should hold. So that you should not be afraid of what? Failing. A great of Ndelandaka. One thing. So my results, Gayaisa, we Latina. Whether it's a good or a bad. Don't be afraid to fail. Because certain times, the things that you're afraid of, you attract. You will see what I'm saying soon. Amen. Certain things you're afraid of, you will what? The cause that I failed the second time. The reason I failed it is because I was afraid before the results came out. This third time after I wrote it, I just said, God for the, the thoughts of failure came. I said, God forbid, I did not repeat no sentence. I'm done with school. Because in my 2021, 20, on my walk, I, re, I wrote finished school 2022. And I'm done. Why should I come back again in 2020? I have other plans. Are you seeing that? So do not be afraid of what? Yeah. Trust me, you understand. Mambi, don't be afraid of animals. Don't be afraid of animals. Yeah. I know certain... Okay. <laughs> don't be afraid of what? It's among us the fears. I used to be afraid of animals. But then the only problem is the animals I was afraid of, those are the animals I used to dream about. The animals I was afraid of, those are the animals I used to I said, God forbid. Okay? Because I don't know. I don't mean, that's why I said, I don't know what happened to me. Because certain times, even when there's a dog, me, I say, ah, the walk. Don't stress me. Don't stress me. I think the time we're going to material, most, most of the times, people just. And then one day somebody, I think, dared me after we came to church. Say, ah, she a confident walk. So I sent her the gate and walked without somebody who did the dockers. Amen. Don't be what? Guys, I have a lot of fear stories. Do not fear the devil. This is another fear, the fear of the devil. I like one story that I used to hear. This person used to say, used to pray. So when they were, I, I, I won't mention names, but the story says, told it a lot of times. So that they used to what? Pray. And after praying, when he gets home, the devil oppresses him. Have you seen that? When he gets back to prayer, he's confident. When he gets back home, he gets what? And he starts begging the devil. Please, I didn't mean what I was doing. I'm sorry. Being afraid of the what? There's one thing I said I'll never fear. In my whole life. Ah, can't remember. Amen. And the fear of loss. A tamper business, the fear of Ah, I'm done. Shake and shake on our foot. Yeah. I'm giving an example. Amen. Amen. Those are some of the fears that are there. There may be many more. But those are among us, say what? Fears. And those are the ones that you should not have. Because the Bible says God has not given you the spirit of what? 
Hallelujah. Let me show you. So now what, why shouldn't you fear? What is the power behind fear? Because if fear is a spirit, every spirit got power. <laughs> if fear is a spirit, every spirit got what? So what power does fear have? What do I say? It attracts something. Amen. Go to Job 3 verse 25. So his statement is, it attracts something. It makes fake things appear to be real. It makes what? Fake things. Fake gonga Chinese appear to be real. <laughs> Job 3 verse 25. Fake things appear to be so those ghosts do not exist. I proved it. Because I was looking for them one day. I didn't find them. They were only appearing real in my mind. Job 3.25. Who's there? Job chapter 3 verse 25. Flow, flow, flow like a mighty wind. Yeah, can we trust? What I fear does come upon me. At what? What I fear does come upon me. What I fear. has come upon me. Continue. What I dreaded has awakened me. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all. You can have a seat. So everything that the devil did to Job, it was because of his? <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he said, what I fear does what? He was afraid of loss. What happened? He lost it all. Lost his children. Lost his wife. Why? Because of what? So I was a very great wolf. Whose fault is it? So the devil. It's also your fault. Are you getting that? It's also your what? Because you don't understand this. You create realities and possibilities. Because if God said he made you in his image and likeness, you should ask yourself, how am I a creator like God? Hmm? So in the God factor about you, God has given your mind the ability to create realities and what? Possibilities. So it wasn't that the fear, the spirit just came it was something that Job created within his own mind. And what he had created within his own mind, he attracted. And so did it become over his what? That's why God says when you are praying to him, you should believe. Believing is a factor of the heart. And it means your mind should also be aligned to say, I have received what God has given me. Believe that you have received and you shall what? Have it. Are you saying that? God bless me with this new grace that I think I am not really. That's your mind. You are speaking out loud, so confident, but in your heart, mm, I think I'm not ready. But yeah, and praying your prayers. When you go to Genesis 11, if you look at it, those guys did not even lay the foundation. 
they were creating in their minds. And God said, this tower that they have begun to build, it, nothing will stop them. So let's go down and cause confusion where they are. They were creating what? With their minds. Because you're a co-creator with God. Look at this. I often tell people to say, I always used to wonder, why is it that God created man in Genesis chapter 1 and he created man again in Genesis chapter 2? He made water in Genesis chapter 1, again in Genesis chapter 2. He created plants and animals in Genesis chapter 1, again in... Why are they two? Because the first one was not the manifestation, it was the creation within his mind. Genesis chapter 2 is the manifestation of what was in his that's why you're a co-creator with God. So don't be afraid. When I say don't be afraid, do not be. I was told to say the Bible has written do not fear 365 times. It is one for each. So God is giving you a reassurance to say you should not be. Some of you are not even confident. Yeah? Do not be what? Afraid. Hallelujah. Because you attract what you fear. When the results almost came out for my second attempt of that course, I was already afraid. I failed. Every day I'm dreaming, I failed. This time I said, when the thought started coming and my sister said, bring it to a stay, I said, no, I'm not failing this time. Oh, I didn't make it. And I made it. I seen that. Do not be what? Because you know what happens? Certain times, because we say this is spiritual intelligence, eh? I'm giving you spiritual what? You have to be smarter than spirits. <laughs> so certain times, ah no, let's, let's get to that point when we get to the next point. <laughs> Amen. So what happens with fear is it contaminates your faith. Faith and fear, do they go together? That's why when you look at the Numbers 13 verse 30, that story that we read, they were supposed to go by faith. That's why when you look at the time God gave a verdict, he said, I will not destroy Joshua and Caleb because they have a different spirit. Their spirit because was full of faith that they could defeat their what? Enemies. So fear contaminates you and anointing. Fear contaminates your faith and what? afraid it won't happen but the anointing cannot move from you to others minus faith you can never deliver people minus what spiritual what intelligence that's how you get smart long time i used to like praying over every spirit but nah i just said it's in there a shortcut. How can we know which one is which? Because <laughs> eh? some of you are just bit boxy. Every spirit from my mother's side. How many spirits are there in the Bible? Address it by its name. Eh? Because it's more like when you say every spirit from my mother's side. You're blinded. You can't see the enemy you're fighting. So that's why we're going to be learning spiritual what? I'm going to show you every spirit that I've discovered so far in the Bible. And how to deal with them. We face battles <laughs> for us to be here. Amen. 
So fear contaminates your anointing and your what? You had confidence that you were going to pass, but then fear came in. What happened? It's as simple as that example. Hallelujah. Great toes, I hope I'm speaking volumes. Amen. Fear paralyzes you. Fear what? Let me give an example. A wind passes. Even fears. Hmm? Even what? Because you're afraid. Because in certain times when you're fearing to venture into business after a loss, do you think you venture into it? No. It paralyzes who? That's why some of you, after you are afraid, you go into depression, oppression, depression. Everything is pressure. Amen. I see that. Then, fear distorts your imagination. Remember, you're a co-creator with who? God. So you find God wants you to establish and create something in your mind, but then because of fear, you can't. You what? Distorted what? Then fear causes your heart to fail. Luke 21 verse 26. Who's there? Luke 21, verse what? 26. Somebody go there. Hallelujah. You have won it all for me. 21, verse 26. Oh, death could not hold you back. Oh, you are the reason, King. Yeah, I can read. Amen. Failing your hearts. That's why I said depression. <laughs> Suppression. Amen. So now here's the origin of fear. Fear doesn't start as fear. Tell me, but fear doesn't start as fear. How many of you know that? Today you will know that. So I said, warfare starts in the what? So you should ask yourself, at what level in my mind? So they say the greatest enemy is not the one outside. It's the one what? Ah, that one is the worst enemy. Imagine facing yourself. Me I usually tell people say, "Oka sonta mundo chikumoso, donga tuko sonta bag." Three. I'm being four. I'm because the very part of mafia. You see? So even when you're sontering that witch of your family, guess who else is the enemy of your destiny? <laughs> Yourself. You are also a factor in that warfare. <laughs> So I stopped blaming my ancestors a lot. Amen. Because certain times, when, when, do you know that certain times when you blame your ancestors, you are giving them power over you? 
Let me give you an example in Genesis. God, the woman that you gave me is the one who's caused my downfall. God says, okay, since I've addressed the woman, let's go to the man. Oh, to the, oh since I've addressed the man, he's refused. He's blamed somebody else. So the responsibility is on woman, what did you do? Ah, the serpent made me eat. Oh, okay, serpent. And guess what happened just there? Dominion was transferred. Power was given to who? Because the devil is a ministering angel. Angels, what power do they have? They are ministering spirits. They're just supposed to speak oracles of God. Not the level of power that the enemy has. So when you're blaming your ancestors, sometimes you're giving them more power over you. Because you're saying you can't control and change your destiny. Only they can. Be smarter. Tell your neighbor, be smarter. Be smarter. In 2023. Ah. Are you seeing that? Hallelujah. Where was I even? I don't even know how I went there. Origin of fear. Where does fear come from? One, it comes from your thoughts of doubt. Will I make it? Will I not? Then just there, ah, but especially because you know the way it is. Naturally, we're already negative people. Naturally. She, she agrees with me. Open that on the again. When naturally negative people, why? Yes. Hey, I know they're fire. Real to the end. They are naturally what? By nature, by origin, by descent. That's why even when you're making progress, people around you begin to fight you. <laughs> because they've never seen positive progress. So they want to ensure that the negativity continues to flow. <laughs> huh? So when you begin to doubt. That's why certain of your, of your relatives, when you're making spiritual progress, ah, well, you shan't, 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 they make you start doubting. That's where fear what? Believe me, some of us, before we even came to this level, here's one thing I'm going to tell you about me. So there are certain times we go have a conversation. I will be thinking what you're thinking, listening beyond what you're saying. Certain times. Certain what? Certain what? I thought I've been graced. I did not ask for this. So now what happens is, before I started the church, and there were conversations that went over. Are you getting that? Me, because me, because me, what happened is, I was in a room. It was empty. Do you know what empty is? Like maybe one, and I'm playing worship. Then I started hearing a voice speaking to me. I said, "This is James." So I tried checking, saying, "Ah, is there anyone?" I said, "There was no one. I was still alone." But now, Amanda, I say, "Where is this voice coming from?" So I decided to continue worshiping in my room because there was like a room where I used to pray for me. Especially in 2020, I took advantage of COVID. So let's continue worshiping, worshiping, worshiping. Then the voice continued. That's the time the voice told me to say, your assignment is so and so and so and so and so and so. I want you to do so and so and so and so and so. Now, that, that thing that the spirit told me, I was like, mm, go approach my mom and tell her. Go tell my dad. Go tell my uncles and aunties, would they agree? So I went, told my mom, wasn't for the idea. Told where I was at the former church. 
it wasn't for the idea. So I said hearing things that they did, that they did not tell me, but they were saying. You can also do that. That's why certain times, haven't you ever seen certain times when prophecy is coming? So you've been praying to God about this. Now your time has answered. How do we know? Because hmm? there are certain times, trust me, you can be seated eh, and you're just praying in tongues. And God just says to make you start hearing what people are saying about you. And you're not there. <laughs> Amen. Don't worry, we'll get there, all of us. Amen. So now what happened is, I started hearing what they were saying. To say, I'm not ready. I'm too young. Never done theology. Never. So now, when I started hearing those, I was just like, but I think I've made a mistake. Let me go back. But then again, I started remembering what the voice told me. I said, okay, it's fine. Let's proceed with what the voice, what? Say my uncle, one of my uncles decided to text me and was asking me a thousand questions. Who is, who is this? Who is that? What are you doing? This, that. I hear you this. I hear you that. And before the conversation ended, I started hearing what he was what? saying. And part of what he was saying is, I'm not yet ready. And also me now in my head, I was like, mm, but less, I'm not yet ready. Fear? Yeah. But it did not come from fear. It came from what? Doubt. And my doubt came from questions that people were saying and things that people were saying. Are you seeing that? Will I make it or will I not? Have I made the right decision or have I made the wrong one? I felt like I made the right decision. I said, Lord. Hallelujah. The next one anxiety. In what? And what? Terrible <laughs> by anxiety. Sometimes you're afraid because of what the future holds. Because you want to be certain about the future. So you get afraid when you're uncertain. Have you seen that? You get afraid when you're what? Will this happen? Ah, no, maybe it won't happen. And now you find fears. That's what? Creeping in. Some of you are anxious about the results. I'm talking about the results today. So what movie says? Yes. Movie says So some of you are anxious. Napasa or sinapasa. So in those napasa or sinapasa, what happens? They are inviting fear. Because towards the end of last year, I was shocked when God told me to say, "Iwe, don't invite spirits with your thoughts and your emotions." I was like. <laughs> That, that, just that statement confused me. I do not invite spirit with your what? Because when you start doubting, what happens? You begin to fear, right? When you're anxious, what happens? You begin to fear. And now what happens is your emotions and your thoughts radiate in the spirit as energy. So now that energy, it attracts. It what? So you attract the spirit of what? You attract the what? I hope my somebody arrives. The next one, why we are afraid, is because we're ignorant. They're never ignorant. 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 Naka volume. Ignorant. 
This is a disease that we need to be cured from, especially in 2023. Amen. When you go to the book of Isaiah 5, verse 13, it says, My people are in Isaiah 5, verse 13. You can write it down. It says, Isaiah 5, verse 13. This is what it says. It says, People are in bondage because of the lack of what? Knowledge. Me, I was shocked when I saw that voice, that, that, that verse. I always knew Hosea 4 verse 6, my people perish for the lack of what? Knowledge. But this one says, people have gone to captivity. It means they have chosen to go to captivity because of what? Lack of knowledge. And lack of knowledge is simply ignorance. 5.13. So certain times when you're afraid, you're only afraid because you're ignorant. Hmm? You're afraid of a witch appearing in the night. Why? Because you don't know the power that you have. Hmm? I used to fear things until things started fearing me. I just bowed and said, me, fear, where? Not with the God I serve. Imagine we are having to manage to a mogu. So the ten times even when I'm seeing snakes and what, I'm seeing they are fighting. Because once this dream, uh, a snake appeared shoo, in the dream. So then after a while, the snake asked me to say, how are you able to see me? I was like, I'm not supposed to see you. Then I killed it. So from that time, I don't know. Shoo, they don't like being what? Because we're not friends. Amen. So your enemies should be what? Afraid of you. The children of Israel in Numbers 13, they were afraid because they were what? Ignorant. They did not know that God has already given them what? Victory. When you go to Numbers 4, verse 4, oh sorry, not Numbers, First John 4, verse 4, it says, Ye have overcome this world, because greater is he that is in who? Than the one who is where? Then why should you be afraid of hmm? Why should you be afraid when the greater one in you is greater than the enemies in the world that are trying to scare you. Huh? They will never stop being afraid. That's why God says, I have not given you the spirit of what? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So ignorance can get you to what? Fear. That's why I asked that say a ghost will. Are you seeing that? Because in our young age, we usually think ghosts are what? But we do not know that they are not. So our fear is coming from what? Ignorance, not knowing. Lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Fear causes you to panic. Panic. Panic! Panic! <laughs> to panic! Hallelujah! Fear causes faithlessness. Because remember, fear paralyzes what? Faith. So after a while, if you entertain thoughts of this kind of thoughts, what happens? You become faithless. Amen. Fear also causes 
or comes from lack of love. Hallelujah. Fear comes from? How many of you believe that? You also don't understand. You believe it? What makes you believe it? Perfect love does what? Perfect love casts out all fear. That's what your Bible says. That's what you should read in your Bible. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Uh-huh. Read your Bible. Because he might be just Sunday school. Ah. Are you seeing that? The Bible says, perfect love casts out all what? So where there's no love, what happens? So fear sometimes stems from the absence of what? Love of God. Love of people. Love of what you do. Love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. Amen. I see that. So these are the origins of what? Fear. You're afraid when you don't have what? Faith. When you're faithless. That's why when you go to the same numbers 13 verse 30 to 33. He was saying that those guys were afraid because they did not have faith that they could defeat their what? Enemies. So all those are the origins of what? Fear. When you're panicking, when you're anxious, when you're, all these are the origins of what? Fear. That's where fear comes from. So it means you have to... Oh, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, how to deal with fear? How does one deal with? How does one deal with? How does one deal with? Me, guys, I think I should enter music industry. It may have even made a beat. That's why I was, you know, flowing. How does one deal with? Guys will be part of my body. Because yes. you're the only one shouting. Support this one. Amen. <coughs> so now you in order for you to deal with fear, tell your neighbor, get to the root of it. Get to the root of it. How many of you remember seeds and weeds? Hey, what did you learn from seeds and weeds? Are you seeing that? So seeds and what? So certain times, you can be doing everything else, but if you don't deal with the root of the problem, have you dealt with the problem? Because fear, when it grows, it becomes like a plant within you. So you have to uproot it. So certain times, you find that the fear that you have is coming from, yes, I go. And so because you, you didn't deal with it, yes, I go. You keep on what? Living with it. And you keep on living in it. And you keep on experiencing it. Are you seeing that? So identify the root where the fear what? Where the fear is what? 
Manta ya chokera kuti. How far back? So now, if you cannot think back at, as to where the fear is coming from, you have to pray to God to show you where it is. Because God knows it all. That's why he says he's the revealer. Let him reveal to you. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I have this fear. Where is it coming from? Help me. For some of you, it's because the animals that you're afraid of is because they did something to you at a tender age. That's why you're afraid of them. Because once I think one of one of the, the kids, I don't know who we've grown up with, I don't know, one of my relatives, I think they're afraid of chicken. So then I remember because at their tender age, at their tender age, a chicken chased them because they wanted to catch the chicks for a mother chicken. That was a mistake. So a chicken chased them. So from that day, they've been afraid of what? So every time you're, you're ah, man, no, chicken. Imagine, you can't get it. Ukulia tabatina. But ngawai mwana so kubutuka. Have you seen that? So that's there, you've seen. So certain things that happened to you, they became trees and they've developed. And so that's why you find that certain times you are what? Afraid. Time and time. Hallelujah. And then number two, deal with the thought that conceived the fear. Remember, it starts with the what? Thoughts. Let me show you how. No, I already taught this in transition. I, I, I had a message called the transition. And I taught you to say things move from your mind to your heart. From your heart, they become natural action that you take on. Are you seeing that? So if you don't, you've dealt with it, yes, as a spirit. But have you dealt with it at an emotional level? Have you dealt with it at a psychological what? Yeah. Your mind. So when you go to first, Second Corinthians 10 verse 5, it says our weapons of warfare are not what? But they are mighty to what? What's a stronghold? We, we, me, me, I don't like just quoting things. I have to know what it is. What's a stronghold? What's a stronghold? It's a fortified thought pattern that one has. Fortified means it's ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. For instance, God says, I'll make you rich. The mindset or the stronghold says, he cannot be rich because he's never been. Ah, you don't believe? That's what he calls a stronghold. If you look at it, it says stronghold, thoughts, imagination, and what? Arguments. Those four things. But you find thoughts come, imaginations come and go, what comes and go. But strongholds is because they have stayed for a long time that they found accommodation in your mind. So you've decided to give the thing that is causing your fear accommodation in your what? Hallelujah. But don't point too much at your ancestors. Let's deal with you. Amen. And then the third one is repent for having opened the door to fear. Re what? It's not only about repenting about the big stuff. Even this little stuff as fear. You re what? 
Because it's not something God has given you. It's something that you have accepted. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of what? So it means when you come to God, God did not give you that. It's you who allowed it. Because remember, it starts as a what? Thought. It starts as an imagination. It starts as all these other things. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four, face your fear. <laughs> I like a question. How? If you're afraid of chicken, go approach that chicken and say to them. You ask me how. This is how. You ah. ask me how I'm giving you the way. You ask me for the method. I'm giving you the way. That's <laughs> why ah. remember the Bible says, do not be what? The only way to know whether or not you are courageous is when there's something that's scary. I seen that. Something that's scary. So if you are bored and courageous, we'll see you confront that scary thing. Ah, that's what God said when he says, be bold and... So he knows that there were things that would cause them to what? <laughs> Do not be afraid, God says. Because he knows there are things that what? I make you afraid. I remember this time eh, when I was at the retreat. The same farm where I was. Ah, that farm gave me experiences. Right? That farm, that, that's why I can't forget it. Because the experiences there were just something else. That's when I knew that witchcraft is real. Because <laughs> you know what would happen certain times, eh? Certain times when the light is off, it goes off. On my wall, as I'm praying, I see something moving. <laughs> okay, now that's not the story I wanted to share. Now let me share a story. <laughs> So here's the real story. So what happened is, I used to, during the day, on my retreat, I used to like praying for Mikahil. So what happens for, when you pray in a room for a long time, you create a portal. Like the way we've prayed for this house for a long time, there's a portal. So it becomes easy to what? Access. Why? Because as you have been praying, you've been laying sacrifices and you've created an altar. Have you seen that? So that's why I used to like praying from during the what? During the what? During the mistake. Number one. I should have been praying from my room. So now in the night, what will happen is I would be waking up. And I would lose sleep. So now all of a sudden, for a long period of time, I would hear, go to the hill. Imagine when I woke up, she goes, it's like a yard so big. The kahiu is far. The kahiu, I could say, is from here maybe to the shop. Then I have to move from where I am, comfort zone, and leave and go to there. The first day I said, God, I've not heard you. I will pray from here. I said, praying, I dozed. And I slept. Woke up, it's in the morning. Second day, ah, I said, I'll be bored and courageous. I even opened the door. Then I saw something move near my face. I ran back inside and I said, no, it is not you, God. The third day, I literally opened the door. Do you know what running is? Because <laughs> the only reason why I couldn't leave that room is because the gods used to make noise. So I didn't know that gods make noise in the night. That's when I learned from there. So now, because the gods used to stay near me. 
And I was, oh no, actually, I was told goats make noise in the night when there's something in the place. Yeah, because usually in the night they like to rest. So something was disturbing them. That's what the man told me at the farm. So then the third day, <laughs> I opened the door. It's not running, is running, running. I ran. <laughs> when I tell you I ran, I ran. I sure that I go to the hill. And now, when I got to the hill, I started praying with my eyes closed. But then my mind was telling me, mm, So I, I turned on the torch and I said, okay. okay, let me continue. There's no snake nearby. Then I continued praying, I continued praying. Then, some, like a castle just comes. But you know, something can fly over you. Now imagine witches may be flying all over your head. And you decide to see one, and one just lands on you. And I said, mm. I ran back. I ran back to the room and I went to rest. I said, <clears throat> the first day, I asked, I asked my partner, I said, <clears throat> let me try. I walked majestically, slowly with the touch, so, until I reached, and I prayed way longer than yesterday, but I still went back. <laughs> but from that time, I've never been afraid of many things. Amen. Face your what? When God said, be bold and courageous, why was he saying, be bold and courageous? He knew there would be things that would scare what? Scare those people. Even when they were telling Joshua, be bold and courageous, God just knew that. I know there are things that will scare you, but be and courageous. So it's a choice that you must make mentally to say, I'll be bold and what? Hmm. I'll be what? It's not that easy, oh. Some of you are afraid of animals, Katwish. <laughs> Amen. Number five, guard your mind. Guard your what? Remember what I said? This time I was going to fail the third time. Because thoughts already started what? Coming. But those thoughts were not from God. And I said, nah. I used to refuse and I used to say, me fail. Where? And I would pray. And I would say no. And I would rebuke. I would say no. So when you go to Philippians 4 verse 8, it says, think of these things. So it gives you a list of things that are that are there for you to think about. About. Things that are praiseworthy, things that are honest, things that are kind. Those are the things you should what? Because certain times, that's why I said, an idle mind is there. I see that because your mind is empty, so the devil decides to plant thoughts, imaginations, what else? Reasoning in your what? Yes, sir. Four verse eight. Amen. Are you seeing why it was important for us to start with the mind, then the heart? Because imagine I just said speaking about spirit. Some of you wouldn't relate, but now you're able to what? Relate. Amen. Guard your what? Proverbs says, I don't know which verse. It says, guard your heart with all what? Diligence. Because out of it flows the what? So it may start as a thought of fear, but then it becomes an emotion. And then now what happens? Your life starts reflecting what you what? Fear. That's Job's story. Job 3.25 says, the thing that I feared the most has come to what? 
So the heart, remember, the heart has got what we call the belief system of your life. It has emotions. For those who do not remember the teachings or who are not there, I upload the teachings for the sake of many of you. So if you want a link, you should inbox me. Amen. So I already taught this when I spoke about the heart, because your heart comes from what you believe in. So imagine you fail, fail, fail a couple of times. Now you're afraid of failing. And then now what happens? You believe you're a what? Failure. It doesn't work like that. I did not come this far in my work spiritually, physically, with a smooth road. Just because you don't see the bumps doesn't mean the road has been smooth. So these are some of my experiences that I'm sharing today. Hmm? But certain times when you see men of God, you often see that they are of God, but you fail to see the person. So you should learn to see the person also. So we go through what you go through. Amen. There's nothing special about us. We go through what we do. <laughs> Amen. Number six, perfect yourself in the love of God. First John 4 verse what? 18. First John what? It's the same scripture that I was quoting. Say, perfect love casts out all. Perfect love casts out all. Because certain times when First John 4 verse 18. When you have people you love, certain times they will hold you and they will ensure that you are stronger than before. Or there will be a point of strength for you in your fears, in your weaknesses. That's why I think like for her, when she's in the dark, because she's afraid of darkness, what happens is she, she feels more secure when she has what? Others. But she knows these people love me, they will protect me should the ghost come. I? <laughs> Amen. The final thing. Tell your neighbor, you are not a powerless Christian. Command that fear to leave. That's the last thing. <laughs> Command the fear out of your life. There's a difference when you're commanding and when you're speaking. When I'm speaking, you're like, hi, how are you? Yeah. Then we're doing deliverance in Mumbai. This guy thought as well I was going to beat the girl because I looked aggressive. Because <laughs> naturally, I already look a little bit aggressive. That's what people say. So now imagine. Now imagine. Yeah? You so, I sound aggressive. <laughs> Everyone says I sound. But most people say I look aggressive. Okay? So now that, 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 so now when you're in warfare, you don't just say, out in Jesus' name. Yes, uh, people are aggressive like that. Then you say, out in Jesus' name, they are commanding. But certain times when you're commanding, because certain spirits are stubborn. Out in Jesus' name. Ah, oh, me, I can't go out. Yeah. Me, I can't go out. Out in Jesus' name. I can't go out. I don't want to go out. <laughs> that makes it. Can't cast me out. I'm going to Patrick, were you there at that time? You are not there. No, I went to the church. Ah, but did you hear? Yes. <laughs> ah, it was drama. I've never experienced such drama, but it was dramatic. Amen. So, 
Command the fear out. Because God has given you authority. God has given you authority. You have authority in Jesus. You have what? Hopefully someday God will allow us to learn about our authority in Christ and how it is that you have authority. But remember 1 John 4 verse 4, it says, I have overcome this world. And so shall you overcome this world because greater is he that is in who? Than the one who is where? In the world. So you can manage. Command that spirit out. Go to Psalms 118 verse 5 to 6. Psalms 118, verse 5 to 6. Psalms 118, verse 5 to 6. Who's there? Now I'm almost done. Psalms 118, verse 5 to 6. The Lord is on my. The Lord is on my side. Uh-huh. I will not fear. Amen. The Lord is always on your side. You cannot what? Yeah. So when the animal comes, you should not be what? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 